Live from Nashville, Tennessee, it's Dawn and Steve in the morning. Good morning from Moody Radio. Jesus Revolution opens in 2000 theatres tonight and rest assured you don't want to miss it. One of the directors is going to join us later in the hour to share why. Well, I can tell you one reason. It's a fantastic movie. Briggs, I know you saw this a few weeks ago as I did as well. What do you think of the movie Jesus Revolution? I think it's the best movie that we've seen in uh, a long, long time from the Christian world and covers a real part of history that happened uh, just over 50 years ago. The acting's not cheesy, thank God. Yes. Uh, and the uh, the delivery's great. It doesn't shy away from difficult issues and challenges, and it is beautifully shot. Yeah, I thought it was uh, extremely well done. A powerful story of, you know, a, a pastor who was really struggling at his church. And, you know, there was not a lot of what it looked like, a lot, a lot of fruit coming from that church. And he was frustrated. Um, the pastor's name is Chuck Smith. Many of you might recognize that name. But Kelsey Grammer plays that uh, role. And I was reading an interview recently with uh, Kelsey when he was talking about playing this role. And he said his wife told him, this might be the best work that you have ever done. He's been, uh, you know, won all sorts of awards, Golden Globes and stuff. But when he sat down and uh, showed his wife this movie, he said she just dissolved into tears and said, this is the best and most important work you've ever done. Which yeah. I thought was pretty cool. Absolutely. And and he is has been on national TV being saying very, very emotional about it. Yes. Um, and his heart and how much he loves it and how much he appreciates all that has gone on in it. We had Kevin Downs in um, a little over a week ago, and he shared some of the amazing stories from that, uh, that baptism scene in Pirate's Cove. Oh, man. People actually coming to faith as they're shooting the movie. Right there. And those baptisms, not actors, you know, being dunked, but those baptisms being believers, brand new believers in Jesus who are being baptized right there. Uh, one of the other things that I thought was interesting in reading an interview with Kelsey Grammer, he said, when asked about his faith, he said, I've had some hiccups. I've had some tragic times. I've wrestled with those. I've had to work my way through them, sometimes rejecting faith, sometimes rejecting God even. And in a period of my life, I was pretty angry about it. Kind of like, where are you now? That kind of thing. But I've come to terms with that. I found great peace in my faith and in Jesus. I love the fact that he is naming the name of Jesus right there. He said, it's not cavalier. Jesus made a difference in my life, and that's not anything that I'll apologize for. Yeah, where exactly he stands with his faith and his relationship with Jesus, I don't know. That, that's between him and the Lord. But what I do know is that this film has had a huge impact on his life. And he presents the gospel in the film in a, a compelling way. Love the fact that right there in the middle of this movie, um, there is how you can know Jesus. And uh, if we value this kind of film, this kind of, uh, uh, you know, things being brought to market, I think it's really good for us to then be a part of supporting work like this. And uh, one of the producers, one of the Irwin brothers, and uh, you'll have to excuse a little bit of the background noise here, but he was recently asked a question about why it's important that people might go see this on opening night, and this is what he had to say. Hey guys, Andy Irwin here, one of the Irwin brothers, producer of the film Jesus Revolution. And guys, it was about five years ago with I Can Only Imagine 
that in mass you guys stood up and you let your voices be heard. And that was a moment that I'll never forget for the rest of my life. And then we had COVID and all the things that have happened that kind of kept us from that theatrical experience for a while that I think changed a lot of people's habits. And I think you've seen people start to go back to the theaters, but for the Christian audience, we've leveraged all the things that have happened with I Can Only Imagine, American Underdog, and all the films we've done for the most overt thing we've ever done, Jesus Revolution. This one is special, y'all. It's something that is the most proud we've been of any product that we've done. And this is a moment to let your voice be heard. You need to be in the theaters for this one, guys, because the whole movie industry for the first time is looking to the theater to say, is this audience still interested in the films that we make? And this is a place for you to have your voice be heard. It's a moment. It's a communal moment for us to unite together in a special story that's entertaining. It's gonna be something you can share with all your friends and family, but it's a moment for us to say in mass, these are the stories we believe in. We'll see you in the theater. Well, that is going to be uh, opening night tonight in about 2,000 theaters around the country. And uh, if you've been hearing about it and you've been thinking, I don't know, maybe I'll go, maybe not, and maybe I'll check it out next weekend or, you know, a couple weeks from now, it may or may not be in the theaters at that point in time. But as Andy Irwin was just saying, opening weekend is important as the rest of the industry kind of looks at what's going on here and determines whether or not they're going to continue to put um, movies and films like this in the theaters. So I encourage you to check it out, see if it's going to be playing at a theater near you. And coming up a little bit later this hour, one of the directors of the movie is going to be joining us and hope that you'll stick around for that as well. Thanks for listening to Dawn and Steve in the Morning. On YouTube today, we talk about When Life Hurts with Mike Novotny. Go to youtube.com forward slash at Dawn and Steve if you haven't subscribed yet to be kept up to date with the new videos. All right, I may have to go to YouTube and check that out. I'm thinking that uh, Don did that uh, conversation with Mike about that topic when I was out one day because I'm not remembering that. And I love Mike Novotny. So it was a good interview. Going to have to go check that out. Encourage you to do that as well on YouTube. It's at Don and Steve or simply search for our names and like and subscribe to uh, to do that. Well, today is the one year anniversary of Russia invading Ukraine. And uh, you're probably going to see all sorts of headlines and news stories um, that talk about that fact. And I've already seen uh, many, many that uh, have talked about the fact that Ukraine has overwhelmingly said, no, we're not willing to let go of any land to bring about peace, ways that Americans are helping Ukrainian refugees, where we kind of stand in the world stage today. There's been a lot of stories about this, but on the one-year anniversary of that invasion, one thing that I do hope is that we'll continue to uh, keep the people of Ukraine and Russia in mind. You, you understand that you know, there are a lot of families and people impacted, even in Russia, through what has been going on in Ukraine. And so certainly a lot of need for help and relief, but a lot of things that we can be praying about along those lines as well. Because it doesn't matter if you're an American, Ukrainian, Russian, Filipino, whatever. God cares about each and every people group and each and every one of us. And it's his desire that each would come to know him. It's Don and Steve in the morning here on Moody Radio. For more info of all of today's guests, head on over to our Facebook page and search for Dawn and Steve in the morning.
Hope that you will do that and hope you'll stick around with us because uh, we are excited to talk with the co-director of Jesus Revolution. I know we were talking a little bit about the movie earlier this hour and uh, had the chance to see that just a couple of weeks ago. It's an incredible movie, a powerful story, and encourage you to go see that this weekend. So important, as we've talked about, checking that out opening weekend. Again, it's Jesus Revolution. And uh, Brent McCorkle is one of the co-directors joining us now. Brent, welcome. Good to have you here, man. Oh, man, so good to be on. Thank you. So when did you kind of have this project pop up on your radar screen, and what excited you about the potential of making a movie that was set back in, you know, like early 1970s about God bringing hippies into <laughs> into his family? Yeah, man, thanks for this question. Uh, this film has had a long, uh, circuitous road, uh, you know, to get to the theaters. It started about seven years ago. I was working on another movie with John and Andy Irwin, called Woodlawn, and it's this, you know, wonderful little football movie about racial reconciliation um, through the love of God. And uh, uh, in the midst of all of our research for that, John Irwin discovered this really bizarre psychedelic Jesus cover of Time magazine. And it was 1971. And he's like, I don't know what this is about. So he searched the digital archives in Time, couldn't find the article, ended up buying a copy of the magazine as a collector's item off eBay for $150. And when he finally finally read the article, he was like, wow, guys, this is our next movie. We have to do this. And that was seven years ago. Um, uh, I I did a bunch of preliminary research, read a bunch of books, watched a bunch of documentaries, looked at as much archival footage as I could. And and we all agreed. It was just a wonderful story. It was a hidden gem. And you're always looking for those as a filmmaker. It's like, oh, you know, uh, what what stories are out there that you know that need to be told that haven't been told properly and so i i feel that uh i feel that the seven year road for this has been right i, I feel like sometimes things delay um so they can hit at the exact right time so i i have no uh sadness or or grumpiness around how long it took to get the film made as a matter of fact because it got delayed i was able to work on it in in an enhanced capacity and actually get to direct with john so so i'm very happy that it's coming out in 2023 you know we're coming up out of the pandemic we're we're really um in a time right now that's analogous to the late 60s you have all this strife you have people at each other screaming at each other in all caps the political divisions the cancel culture the hate you know yep. um and for a brief moment in time we just see these two very disparate groups of people come together under the craziest of circumstances underneath the banner of christian love and it's just such a sweet little beautiful story and i, I hope that it touches a lot of hearts and, and lives out there and we need more love, you know, we in do. our culture yep. and God is love. And, and, uh, yeah. So I just, I hope this turns people on to this idea that, wow, uh, God, God loves me. You know, I, right. it's crazy in any screenings, man. Cause like, you can just feel it like a, an effusive love coming off the screen, you know, and hitting people in the theater. And it's funny you it's say pretty that. amazing to watch, man. It's amazing to watch because listen, no human being can take credit for that. Like we're, we're all going to get out there and work as hard as we can, but at the end, man, it's, it's the spirit, you know, yeah. that you have to, that you have to uh, invite and make room for. And I just, I feel the spirit, man. I, I've seen this movie a hundred, hundreds of times, hundreds of times working on it. And it still gets me in places where I'll, I'll just cry. Cause uh, 
is powerful. It is a very powerful story. And as you say, you know, we see the the love of God in this story. We see the impact that it can have. And Jill texting in this morning, who actually did go see this on a Wednesday night, she said, to a packed theater, there is unity, strangers sitting amongst each other, and truly sense the presence of God right there in that theater. So just uh, what you're talking about right there, Brent, Jill saying, yep, <laughs> you know, what you're talking about was the reality there in uh, Coal City, Illinois uh, as well. All right, so a little bit more of a kind of technical question for those of us who don't know exactly what you did or do on this uh, project. Co-director, what does that even mean? Well, directing is really tough, and oftentimes, um, you know, it's it's a lot easier to conquer it with two humans thinking about all of the. Uh, I've directed by myself too, and it is it is rough, man. It is rough. It crushes you, and uh, it, this was delightful to have another person there with me thinking through all of this. Um, it was a wonderful collaboration with John. John's very attenuated to visuals. Mm-hmm. I'm really attenuated to emotion um, and and performance and music and how the whole thing feels. And so uh, it was just a wonderful blend, man. I think I think it looks great. I think the camera moves beautifully. Yeah. Uh, John and did an amazing job, but also just the feels, right? Like just the heart of the thing uh, is is very beautiful, and it's it's just a big hearted movie. And uh, I think um, I think our collaboration was great, and it was just nice to uh, have two people shoulder. <laughs> a 5,000 pound load instead of one person. Absolutely. Well, I think you uh, guys crushed it. it. You know, you took a swing and uh, it was not a miss. It was a grand slam. Watched it, like I said, a couple of weeks ago. And what you were going for, I think you delivered. Encourage you to go check it out this weekend. It's opening weekend. Important for people to be in the theaters if we want to continue to see you know, uh, cultures say, yeah, we want to continue to make movies like this. So and encourage you to go check it out. Jesus Revolution opening this weekend. We're going to continue talking with Brent McCorkle about that. Coming up in just a few moments, Don and Steve in the morning here on Moody Radio. It's Friday. Your weekend starts here with Dawn and Steve in the morning. And we're glad that you're here as we're talking with Brent McCorkle, co-director of Jesus Revolution which hits theaters this weekend. This is opening weekend and so important if we want to continue to see stories like this be told and to be in theaters that uh, we support it this weekend. So I encourage you to do that. Uh, but Brent, I, I know you've got family, you've got kids, and as do I. And for those who are saying, can I take my kids to this movie? Because I, I didn't think it was rated uh, PG per se. So at, at what age would you say that this movie would be appropriate for families to bring kids to? Man, that's a really, a really good question. Thank you for that. I would say go look at the um, go look at the parent guides, um, like Common Sense Media, and and you know your child. So it's I I refrain from giving a blanket statement on stuff like this because you know your kid. You know yeah. some kids are more emotionally and spiritually mature, and then others are real sensitive to violent content or even hateful speech or, or yelling. You know, and other people it just kind of bounces off of. So. Even with my five children, I found out really quickly, you know, uh, who who he really enjoyed watching slightly more intense movies and who didn't. And so, you know, on a on a case by case basis, you need to know your child and and figure this out. But I will tell you the content in the movie that that drew the PG thirteen rating. And, and there's uh, there's scenes of drug use. There's a drug overdose. We we felt that it was important to show 
what the kids were going through, uh, the teenagers were going through during this counterculture movement and was a lot of drug use. And so, um, but yeah, we show a scene where, you, you did oh, it ahead. tastefully, but yeah, I, I think you, uh, you showed that and you did that tastefully. You, you did a good job of portraying that on screen without going too far. I appreciate it. There's a, there's a car crash that, uh, um, that feels pretty violent. There's a, there's a scene where, um, we think that a, a car is going to have a head on. So there's, there's a couple scenes of peril that might scare a little kid. Um, and then also just the implied, uh, drug use, which, you know, I, I feel very proud of those scenes. Uh, I, I think, I think they portray it very well. And we don't, um, we obviously don't cast it in a, a super positive light um either you know there there are consequences to the kids drug use and um and so yeah those are the things that we worked with the mpaa on uh yeah. to get our pg-13 rating and um but but we felt that it was important enough to leave the drug use in and um and show that contextually for the larger story that was going to unfold uh, absolutely and uh, i thought you handled everything that you showed very very well one of the things that i find fascinating though is anytime that you know you're, you're telling a story and you want to bring something uh of a faith-based and, and spiritual nature uh to the to screen like this and, and tell that story to the mass audience you probably are going to have little god glimpses god moments and stories running even throughout the production and shooting uh, of the movie. How did you see God show up in the making of Jesus Revolution? It was a very guided process for me. Uh, I guess I would tell a quick story about Kelsey Grammer. Kelsey Grammer was on a retreat with some of his good friends in the movie business, and they were lamenting the fact that they had picked up jobs, as we all do, for, for the money. And there was no spiritual or cultural significance to some of the work that they had done and together they collectively made this you know this blood pact basically like you know in the future let's seek out spiritually significant work and let's really try to do more of that for the rest of our careers and what an awesome thing to make a pact on you know it's yeah. so beautiful but anyway kelsey came home from that meeting with his friends woke up the next morning the jesus rev was in his uh inbox and he immediately said yes to it hmm. that's cool that's cool and uh, I, I was uh, reading um, just some interviews that he's done with uh, other um, media and talking about the fact that this is one of the projects if not the project he is most proud of his work when he showed his wife she broke down and said this is his best work and uh, he clearly gives the gospel in this movie um did as you were doing the the production and the shooting and all that of the movie, did, did you see God maybe using just the fact that you are presenting Jesus and the gospel? Uh, did you see God work in such a way that maybe people were drawn to Him in a whole new way? Yeah, you know, the thing I love about our movie is it doesn't ever preach, um, and and you know, I I think I think oftentimes movies fail when they preach, um, and mm -hmm. so. So it's the gospel is presented so strongly in this movie, but it's in the most organic way possible. And um, yeah, we had some amazing stories on set. Um, <laughs> 
Jonathan Rumi is a hardcore Catholic. And uh, so it's so funny because uh, Greg Laurie took a few of the actors to uh, evangelical baptism school, you know, because they didn't know how to do it. So so we walked out in the waves with them and it's like, oh, here's how you do it. You lean them back, make sure they all fully, you know, submerge, even their hands and everything. Try to get their whole body underwater and bring them up and and uh, don't throw your back out. You know, it's, it's right. funny stuff. But, um, but anyway, uh, Jonathan Rumi comes in after a take and he said, you know, I'm, I'm not a minister. I'm, I'm just an actor, but I just legit baptized five people that asked me to really baptize them. Is that okay? And, and Greg Boy's like, yeah, man, that's great. So, so anyway, I mean, there were real baptisms on set, even when we were running the camera. And so um, it was pretty beautiful and pretty amazing. Uh, Jonathan is such a strong man of faith and um, I, to see him actually get to baptize people in the evangelical persuasion and tradition of Christianity was uh, was a highlight. But beyond that, man, like you said, it that's a fun little movie story. But beyond that, people are being affected by the story, mm -hmm. by this movie, by being out in the water. And um, yeah, so there were actual baptisms happening while we were filming at Pirate's Cove. So I really love that story. You know, there's, uh, we got about 90 seconds left and um, you, you mentioned Greg Laurie and, you know, his storyline is one of the major storylines of this movie. Um, it was, it, it seems as if you really kind of tried to capitalize on three characters in particular, Chuck Smith and uh, Lonnie Frisbee and, and Greg Laurie. Was that intentional? Like we, these are the three we're going after? Yes, well, we knew that Chuck and Lonnie's story was going to be strong, and we had dis discovered all that. But John's John's connection to Greg, they were becoming friends, and John started talking to Greg one day about wanting to do a movie about this time. And Greg said, hey, man, you know I was there, right? You know I went to Chuck's church, and I personally knew Lonnie, and John's mind was blown. And that sent us down a whole different trail of, of crafting this younger generation love story that actually rode along with Chuck and Lonnie's story. And so we did 20 hours of interviews. Greg ended up writing the book, you know, Jesus Revolution, uh, which is basically like, you know, his take and his uh, vantage point for all of this. And so, so yeah, it's been amazing to have Greg's story included in all of this and discover that in the process as we were getting ready to do the movie. Well, it is a fantastic movie, and Brent, appreciate your time uh, talking with us about that this morning. It is called Jesus Revolution in theaters today. It's opening weekend, and as we've been talking about a little bit throughout the morning, if we want to continue to see movies like this made, hope that you will go and support it this weekend and see if it's uh, playing in a theater near you. It's Don and Steve in the morning. You're listening to Moody Radio.